Today on 91 Octane, of course, we're going under the hood and covering your headlines. Porsches might be a little bit in trouble. Ooh. We're going to go cover the Gateway Toys and focus on Lego this week. And yes. finally, the Car Movie Game Show is back with the 1980s flop and cult classic, Used Cars. Let's hit it off. This thing is a freaking monster. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And this show is brought to you by Cafe Carrera, the best coffee the sweetest, you will the ever, ever, ever try. Uh, single origin coffee, hand-selected Geisha, Pacamara, and Catuai varieties. Try them today. Use code BIGWILLOW for 10% off your entire order. And sign up for the Carrera Club on our website for exclusive discounts uh, every Monday. Now let's kick off the show. Well, let's go under the hood. Randy, you want to kick us off with the headlines? Sure. So a few weeks ago, we had talked about the Porsche 911 that was being auctioned that was painted in the likes of the Cars movie uh, character named Sally. Yeah. And so that was during Monterey Car Week, which we weren't invited to because we drive shitboxes. <laughs> <laughs> Would but you go? I would go just to see. I mean, that's yeah. That's NorCal, right? That's Monterey. Yeah. Yes. Um, definitely we're not welcome, probably. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, the car was auctioned, and we had guesstimates in certain ranges, and I gave you some certain scales based on Disney fans. Did you happen to take notes on what our estimates were? You know what? I, I remember what mine was. Do you remember what your was? Yours was? I, I adjusted. Yes. I originally said one to two mil. That and that's where I stayed, like like one to three. Yeah, then I went up to like either over five to ten. I okay. think. I think it's where I ended up. Okay. So we we'll have to review. But nonetheless, the results are in. The car sold for like five dollars under four million bucks. Three point nine some million. I mean, I guess the rest of the digits don't matter. Uh it's a four hundred and seventy three horsepower twin turbo flat. Powered by a seven-speed manual transmission, um, Sally Blue Metallic over chalk leather interior. Yep, three point six. Sorry, three point six million even sold. Oh man, it just doesn't make sense to me. Paint. It does not compute. A paint. It, it's just because it's part of the Disney yeah. universe. Yeah, but it can land at Peterson Auto Museum now. It can travel as a museum piece around the country. Why? What about it is is a mu- is a museum piece? Just the fact that it's the special edition that can tie to the movie because they have a car section. I don't know if you knew that. Peterson? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They still have Lightning McQueen there. Okay. And they have a whole exhibit for the kids on the second floor where they can interact with like how an engine works, how um, you can build a little car that can go down a, a ramp type of thing. Yeah, I just really, like, I don't know. I feel like you can do this for much cheaper. You know what you I mean? You could, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We could you know, We could paint a Porsche for ten grand, let us say, a yeah, super high-end yeah, color. Yeah, yeah. And I that's mean, really all it took. Splurge. Yeah, we could. Yes. Yeah, and, and we could get a car that was on the level, put it in Peterson. Right. Great. Everybody gets... What they get. <laughs> yeah, and it's like 100K. But this Disney thing, man, like. Yes. Okay, they they got. So now that they got the parents by the neck, 
Yes, they do. They they bought ESPN, so they kind of got athletes by the neck. They have Star Wars and Marvel. Star Wars and Marvel. Yes. And now they're entering the car world. They <laughs> and take her, taking our money. Yep. And yeah, they may release another Cars movie just to kind of milk us even more. What do you think? The like, okay, so there's a Venn diagram, right? There's Disney fans. Mm-hmm. Disney Cars fans and then automotive enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a Venn diagram or they don't overlap at all? Oh, oh, so a Venn diagram is two orbs that are kind of like overlap, right? Yeah. And then the, where they overlap is like where they match. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so I would say it actually does overlap because what it does is it ino- allows for us car guys to have the kids involved in it without just going to a boring ass museum. So they have a character who they can associate with and like it plucks the or it it's another w- entry like gateway drug to cars. Yeah, I can see that. Right. I can see that. He's a loud NASCAR themed vehicle, but not really s- too NASCAR, but he's fast as hell. He's raced F1 cars around the world. Um, so, yeah, he's yeah, he, he's a, he's a good character. And the movie is actually pretty good. My dad liked it. He's not like a happy, sappy cartoon type of dude, and he the liked the original movie. Cars movie. Yeah, he did. Which I have not watched. Okay, okay. Uh, my relationship with Disney is uh, nil, contentious one. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's just God. It's just so expensive. But I get it. That makes sense. That yes, that you could use it as because uh, it's. I've always thought like, okay, well, you know my kids will have the same automotive education that I did, right? Meaning, Which was? Meaning the cartoons they will get will be like Initial D. Okay. Uh, you know, like, I didn't I didn't see I didn't see Speed Racer until I was an adult. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't have any of those type of cartoons. Okay. Uh, kind of inspired the automotive side of things as a kid for me. Mm-hmm. But that none of that media is in the mainstream yes that's right so if it's not in the mainstream for a kid it's not cool that's right and so cars keeps it in the mainstream yeah they have a whole land for it in disney and they're selling 3.6 million dollar porsches to grown men yeah who didn't grow up on that movie do you know who bought it no who bought it no No. it doesn't say who bought it yeah i mean i knew it when we just when we discussed it a few weeks ago yes but I just I was hoping I was wrong, and I think you la- you were the winner on that one. Okay, I think you landed under five. I definitely not. Oh, yeah, I was like one to three. Yeah, yeah. Um, but damn, yeah. I saw I saw the point. article and I was like, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe we're right about just, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. You're right. Okay, it's just I don't know, man. Three point six million dollars. Three point six, just to have a, well, your your paperwork has the actual color on it right so you're the one guy that has the one piece of paper that says from porsche from factory it was painted sally blue so that's a that piece of paper matters to collectors it's art it's art yeah i mean it's i guess it's just i i would have liked to see the auction Mm. i should have Oh, to watch it's it like, like okay, impl- fine. Yeah. Like it's worth three point six million to somebody, right? Yes. But is it worth that to somebody else? And it's Disney, so probably yes. Clearly, but it just doesn't make sense, man. Art it's, doesn't either. Art, uh, yeah, art doesn't make any sense. Art, I appreciate art for yeah, its visual aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I don't find museums boring like you, Randy. Uh, so I'll certain go, ones. I'll go to the Getty and I'll just look at the art. Okay, you don't find that place boring? No. <laughs> okay. I think I think the art, the the type of art, I'm not like oh they they you know they so conveyed the their they conveyed their pain through the strokes. Yeah, of the, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. like cool. Look at that shading, or <laughs> you know like like wow they were drawing tits in ni- in the 1850s. <laughs> Yeah, they were all still horn dogs <laughs> even then. <laughs> this was their porn, you know. But it's it's cool to like be able to tap into those eras, right? Sure. That's sort of oh what yeah. It does. Yes. Like, it's sort of like music. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then it takes yeah, yeah. you back to sure some of the history that you've learned. Of okay. Course, I, I didn't live that. Yeah. Um. But I I don't. You it's don't an, see it's, the, an, it's, a, it's an emotional value. I don't see a dollar physical dollar value of multi millions, priceless. Exactly. Yeah. To I it, like yeah. the Mona Lisa or whatever. Right. 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 Yeah. The rarity of the item. Yeah. That that appeals to like the economist in me. It's mm-hmm. like okay, there's only one. Yeah. Da Vinci's a huge legend. Yes. Okay, yes. you might pay a lot of money for something like like that, mm-hmm. but I don't think a Cars movie replica lands in that. I don't me. think a Cars movie replica lands in that either, yeah. especially because nothing else was special other than the color. Uh, and is the color even special? You know what I mean? Like no. you can replicate that. Yes, a thousand percent. So, but then that argument could be made for Mona Lisa. There's millions of posters for the Mona Lisa, but to have have the original, but is but, the priceless but, uh, one. A poster of a Mona Lisa is yes. going to cost you five bucks. Yes. Right. Yes. Oh, I see. okay. So you're saying that because this is a this, copy this, of this the is exactly character. this isn't the Mona Lisa. This isn't Sally, right? It's a this copy, a of, copy Sally. of Sally. Of uh, Sally. Yeah, that's and, a fair argument. Yeah, and an artificial one at that because Sally's not. She's CGI. a nine nine six, and she's a nine nine six. This is a oh, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nine eight seven or whatever the current yeah, Porsche they couldn't 911 even get is. the same car. Nine nine one. Sorry, maybe whatever. Yes, I don't know. In one of the nines. Yes. Yes. Wow, that's dang. We <laughs> yeah, we deconstructed this yeah, and so it's a whoever, farce. Whoever bought it, dude, sorry, bro. Yeah, you, three point yeah, six, man. Yeah, no, I'll give you ten k for it. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, next headline. Next John. headline. So, what does it mean to you if I were to say you will never have to choose between automatic or manual transmissions in the future? Oh man, that would be the dream, the legend. Would it? But what would that mean? Like, what would, like, what would that mean for you? Like, is it? What what what's the technology that comes to mind when you think about that? Okay, so I would Im- oh jeez. So from a technical perspective, yeah. I mean, because I'm not an engineer. Yeah. The only way I could figure that out would be like um Transformers style like two different transmissions switching. That's the only brain. Oh, that's the damn. only option in my head <laughs> because I don't have so, an engineer brain. Yeah. Okay. That whole tunnel just swaps. <laughs> While you're driving, adds that's weight. Probably, honestly, that's probably what I would have thought too. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. And then the um the the thing rises, the the shifter changes and rises to to six speed or seven, and then lowers and then changes sh- changes into automatic. I wish I would have asked myself this question before okay. I read this article. Okay. Because uh, now I want to know what I would have come up with. Ah, and okay. I have no idea because because you've already because been I've already read some of the technology that's sure. been created. Okay. So. Um, what it means is you're going to have to find a way to increase your earning power, Randy. Oh, yeah. Significantly, because Koenigsegg yes. has just given us an auto 
and manomatic transmission yes. in one. Yes. Have you read about this? I didn't read about it, but you mentioned it and I saw it. Yeah, briefly. so the, they released the new CC850 at Monterey Car Week. Okay. Um, and it's a twin turbo V8 based on the Jesco, but okay. it's only 1385 horsepower only. Only. <laughs> but the highlight is that it can operate as a full nine-speed automatic. Okay. Or a six-speed manual with third pedal with a clutch. Wow. Through through the same mechanism in which paddle shifting exists, which you can just knock the shifter over to one side. Oh, right? wow. But the knocking over the shifter to one side gives you the automatic. Okay. You pull the shifter and put it in anywhere in the gate. Uh-huh. Now you're in uh, stick shift mode. And it, it's, it's fly-by shifting. Transmission? <laughs> yeah. It's an electronic oh. shifter. Okay. And that, so what they've done uh-huh. is they instead of putting it's it has no flywheel and instead of putting one single clutch at the end of your transmission, okay. each gear has a clutch. Okay, like a mini clutch. Like a mini clutch, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. So the and then so the computer decides how to engage and when to engage Which, each clutch. Oh. And it anticipates what gear you're going to you're going to put in. Okay. To start getting the clutch ready as you're moving. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so they and into <laughs> into that, right? Because it's electronic uh-huh. and you're going to lose a lot of the analog feel. Sure. They sure. spent years researching how to implement that in this electronic the field. Trans- in the field, right? So okay. you can stall, you can, oh, you know, you wow. how, when you th- you feel the heaviness of the clutch depending on how you use it. Right? Sure. Oh yeah. It if fast, it's too right? early, yeah, you'll da- you'll bog. It will, it'll block your downshifts if you're not in That's the right. That's nice. Yeah. If That's you're not nice. in the right RPM, I need that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. Yeah, I've, I've been too many money shifts in my life. But yeah, I think this is it's 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 crazy the technology wow. that they've come up with. And this That's is awesome. the because there's no flywheel, it's the fastest revving transmission in the industry now. Oh yeah. Yeah, so like they're I mean they're killing it. And 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 <laughs> and, and right, there's more. <laughs> and there's more. Okay. Because of their ability to electronic electronically control the transmission, okay. they have they can now modify gear ratios on the fly. Okay. And the car comes with two modes currently, a track mode and a sport mode. So in the in the uh in the manual transmission mode, yes. you can select either track mode, which, which gives you a longer first gear and shorter two to six gears, oh, or a street mode wow. that that shortens that, so, so you're you get, shifting more in on the street, so you can get better gas mileage and that too, yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, right? That, why isn't anybody else thinking of this <laughs> stuff, dude? It's it's I think it's because most of like the mainstream manufacturers aren't really driven by performance driving. Right, right, right. So they're gonna they're gonna go C V T. They're gonna yeah. go right yeah. like the, the E V route. Right. right? But th- when I heard this, I'm like, oh, God, somebody's yeah. investing in it. Save the ice. Granted, yes. it's a company that we probably will never own, yes. but it's. Yes. I thought it was fascinating what wow. they've been able to do, and and it's just, I I would I would love to be able to feel it because mm-hmm. what they're describing, you know, putting it in pa- practice, you wouldn't know the difference yes. between one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea came about, they were developing the transmission just to be automatic. Okay. Right. Yeah, that and makes sense. And then Christian von Koenigsegg, 
was like driving it one day and he was like, wait a second, mm-hmm. because of what we've been able to do, we could put like a hydraulic mechanism and just select whatever gear the person wants. Mm. And so there is a hydraulic component to this that controls the clutches. Okay. To give you that the feel, feel, right? The feel. Okay. So they thought of everything, man. Dude, wow. Yeah. And you don't have to swap transmission transformer <laughs> style. <laughs> Wow, that's so, and my my concept was so rudimentary, you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it was so like rough. And, and that's and that's why I'm thinking like, had I not known, because I mean, there's no way I could I could have come up with these concepts. Yes, what he did. And right? had I not known this, uh-huh. this sort these ideas are like the the innovative ideas that expand the mind of the entire populace, right? Correct, exactly. We, don't, we like you don't know what the limitations of these things are. Right. right? right and right. so that's why we come up with what we refer to as rudimentary ideas, but mm-hmm. it's more an idea based on what we know, what we know at the time, because we're inside the box. Mm-hmm. We're not outside the box. Like this guy is. So then when you, when I said that, I was like, you know what? I probably would have said the same thing. <laughs> Cause I, but I don't know now because right. of this. Right. I, I like to think that I'd come up with something like this, but not really. Yeah. This guy's a genius, man. Like, it's too bad that his product is so unattainable. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't flow down into other uh, uh, car brands because he's only his own brand, not yeah. like and I imagine Audi, Porsche. As Koenigsegg's selling this technology, it's going to be expensive as hell right, if anybody right, wanted right, it. Right. So, yeah, I mean, usually you'll have like – if like a, a, a mainstream manufacturer like mm-hmm. a BMW or Mercedes did this – Yeah. Like in an F1 car, for example, mm-hmm. that'll eventually make it to, you know, normal consumer cars. Yes, exactly. That's my point. There's yeah. no route for Koenigsegg right. to do that. Right, right, yeah, right. Like yes. it'll, it's either you buy the $2 million car <laughs> or you don't get this technology. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. But that's crazy. And also, I think it's those. I guess this is the one thing that rich people bring us. That the one good thing that rich people bring us is this type of is mindset? this type of technology. Because Koenigsegg couldn't c- couldn't get through the R and D yes, of something like without this a two million dollar without car. A two million dollar car. Yeah, yeah. This is a crazy amount of money spent to come up with this. And maybe there's hope. Yeah, that it flows down to regular folks. Oh yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, maybe yeah. there's hope. Like somebody will copy it or but find this cheaper does ways have to, to outrun EV. That's right. Right? Yes. Which is not I mean, new ice cars are gonna stop being sold in like twenty thirty five. Yes. In California, which I'm that might be too short of a runway. I think that's a that's I like the words you used yeah. for that. I think so too, but I also think that there's gonna be a spike in demand for gas cars right around that time frame. For used gas cars. Or I think the last gas cars, there's gonna be a hot high demand. Because I just don't think the electrical grid here in California can can sustain. Yeah, I think you're right. There's yeah. going to be a huge demand for yeah. used cars. Yes. But if there are no new ICE cars being developed, I don't see this technology making it to us. R- yes, exactly. Um, it'll be up to us yes. to catch up to Koenigsegg. Right, exactly. Rather exactly. than the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, as hackers and car guys. Well, as a reminder, this podcast is brought to you by Cafe Correct. <laughs> <laughs> we need about oh two million bucks. Yeah, two million buck wor- yeah. bucks worth of sold. And to get two of them, we yeah. need four million. I'm fine with one. Okay, I'm, I'm sharing is caring. Ah, sharing yeah. is caring. Amen yeah. to that. All right. So uh, to kind of tie into that topic, so yeah. uh, my next headline: um, Toyota has dropped 
a GR engine, the three-cylinder turbo, into an 8.6. Okay. And what they've done, or the reason for that is, well, firstly, you cannot buy it. Okay. And this was reported by MotorOne.com. You can't buy it, but the purpose of it is to test the viability of the alternative synthetic fuels. Oh, okay. But what I was surprised by is that they took that engine and put it into an 8.6. You're right. Why I'm surprised is because why didn't they just drop it? Why didn't they just use a Yaris to test it, the GR Yaris right. or the GR Corolla to test it? What Do you have any thoughts on why they would take that engine, put it in the 8.6, and then test the synthetic fuels into in that in that platform? Toyota, I think, recently rated last in uh, EV innovation. That makes sense. Out of all the big manufacturers, sure, that makes sense. And I think this is why. Oh, they're chasing. I think they're. I think they're. It's not. It's not so much that they're chasing alternative fuels, mm -hmm. as much as they're getting a car ready uh, to sell for that. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And so the 8.6, it isn't like they said, oh, let's just put something cool in the 8.6 and then we yeah. can use that as marketing. Yes. I think this car is under development. Oh, okay. As a alternative fuel car. Okay. Okay. To be sold, I don't know, three, four, five years down the line, whenever, sure. wherever it may be. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how they're going to improve the 86 without hurting their super segment okay right because if they put a turbo on the 86 yeah now uh, yeah. All, all your four cylinder super people yeah are gonna get a turbo 86 right right oh yeah that's you true know? that's very true so so i think this this might be one of those first like flex fuel cars yes. that come out yes. that can use that can run on 91 pump uh -huh. But then also can be switched to alternative, whatever the alternative synthetic fuel, they're, fuel. Yeah, synthetic they're working ah, on. Also, to your point, it's a 1.6 liter turbo engine, three cylinder. They have a wider range of um, power band that they can work with with this platform. Yeah. The engine platform, yep. at least, the powertrain. So I, th I think that's cool. I mean, geez, if that engine were sold in that car, that's a no-brainer. Like, is, does that trump the... Uh, Six-cylinder Supra? No. No. <laughs> no. No. I mean, it depends on how you want to use it, right? Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Yes. Like if you if you're if you're pulling out your Swiss Army knife to sure. show to show your New Balance homies how cool you are, yes. Then yeah. Then no, right? Because mm -hmm. you the Supra is the flex, is okay. the flash, right? Okay. But if you're looking to use the tools, ah, just use the tools in that yes. Swiss Army knife. Then you're an eight six guy, and then it makes with a three cylinder turbo. With a three cylinder turbo, because uh -huh. you're gonna do, you're gonna get way more bang for your buck as a track car mm -hmm. in that eight six. Okay, right, and yes. you're gonna be, you know, just even the psychological side. And this is, might be just me. Uh huh. Psychologically, I would probably subconsciously drive a Supra. A little more conservatively than an eight six, oh, just by the nature yeah. that it's an eight six because right? of the value. Because of the value, like meaning the, like because of the value, but I wouldn't even look at it as in dollars. It's just like uh, the um, the um, going going to the emotional capital, right? Sure, the, sure. The the emotion that an eight six invokes against 
a Supra, Supra. Uh-huh. right? That's not even close. So you're saying you would baby the Supra on the track more? I would baby it more for fear of losing Breaking that, it. that emotional capital. Oh, okay. Right? Interesting. Versus the 8.6, it's like uh-huh. it crashes. It's like, yeah, it sucks. I'm out some money. Yeah. But it's cool. You okay. know, it's not that big of a deal. So no one's looking at an 8.6 on the street and going, that's dope as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, they are nice, though. They uh, are nice, yeah. So, but as a pure track toy, which of the three platforms would you pick? GR Corolla, 8.6 NA 8.6, or the a Supra, a six-cylinder Supra automatic? Today's market. A GR Corolla. Yeah. A Turbo 8.6. No, no, no. An NA 8.6. NA 8.6. Yes. Or a Supra? Yes. For strict track duty? Yes. Ah, man. The sup- for strict track duty, the... S- <laughs> yeah, the Supra's out the door. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Strict ta- I, I, don't, I don't see a world where I would not dual duty a Supra. Oh, yeah. Because I'm so not ready. Like, yeah. it, it took me, like, I had to, like, have therapy sessions with myself to uh-huh. do what I did to the E36 M3. Sure. Right on. I couldn't do that to the Supra. Ah. Uh, you know, like. It's too new. It's too pretty. It's too new. It's pretty. too fresh. There's too much She's life. too hot. There's yeah. too much life I want to live in that car. Uh, I see. Before on the doing street, that. before yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, okay. And then the but the eight su- the eight six is already a proven track platform. Yes, it's really just an it's it's the old gen like a little bit better. Yeah, and you could you could argue that if the same people behind the eight six are the ones who designed the Corolla, mm-hmm. and the Corolla is going to perform perform just as well. Yes, but the eight six is real wheel drive. Correct. So the eight six is oh because so you, of that. you're a real yeah. wheel drive guy yeah 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 okay okay I mean I, I'm both all wheel drive rear wheel drive you mean I mean rear wheel drive I, I sort of I sort of tune my suspension to act more like front wheel drive okay we'll never get that front wheel drive but I tend to do my balance that way because that's sort of my preference okay but with the Corolla I think there just hasn't been enough time. Okay, with that you know, platform, with that platform yeah. to be completely sure of it being a success. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's what I. That's probably what I would go strictly a track car though. Strictly, we're talking strictly yeah. a track car. How yes. about you? Um, I don't have a lot of experience with all wheel drive. I don't have a lot of experience on the track. Mm-hmm. Number one, so I mean, my eyes tend to lean eight six because it's the I'll, I'll put it in dollar value. Like it's less risk from a financial hit perspective uh, it's not a rare car like the gr corolla would be that's true too yeah because it's only eight thousand five hundred in the world for that one um and yeah the supra is just too much money to potentially wreck on the track yeah and and with all that power yes it's, it's like, viable yeah it's viable yeah for and, sure. and i'm a real wheel drive guy now only too not yeah. to be a snob but i just grew up with front wheel drive all my life and i'm kind of bored of it Oh, you just kind of you wanna yeah, you wanna live in real wheel drive for a little yeah, while. Yeah, then we yeah. we definitely got to see you doing some donuts. You get, you haven't lived real wheel drive. That's until, true. That I mean, that's true. When these tires are dead, um, it's uh, it's, it's, it's getting tires, close. It's getting close. No, it's not. No, they're they're I oh well, it's it feels like um, how many miles have you put on this car since I got the tires? Since you got, oh yeah, since you got the tires. Probably like five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even close. I, I I don't know. Maybe like another two to three years. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. we could probably get the rears down today. <laughs> 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 That's oh, true, man. Yes. 
Okay, well, let's get into our next headline and last headline. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Bull decided to give the middle finger to Porsche and say, nope, you guys are not going to be in F1. Yes. Because Porsche decided to be greedy. Okay. They wanted 50% of Red Bull. Oh. And Red Bull this whole time basically gives them a controlling share. Okay. And Red Bull basically is saying, uh, you know, we we like the flexibility of making our own decisions, of using our own systems. We don't want you guys to come in here and start turning things upside down. Sure. And that makes sense. I mean, they're a championship team. It looks like Porsche just wanted to come in, yeah, put their name on a leading, a winning, champion, the winning, winning team, team right now. Or, yeah. Yes, yes. And and then reap the benefits of that. Ah, uh, yikes. And Porsche right now is going through a bit of restructuring. The Porsche family uh-huh. is taking Porsche back from VW. I don't, know if you heard, I don't know no, if you I heard didn't, about I this. I didn't hear that at all. Yeah, no. they're taking it back from VW and basically for no money. The way the deal has been structured, okay, uh, the Porsche family gets a full control of Porsche, uh-huh. right, and they don't have to play pay market share for the twenty five percent that they need in order to have that controlling share. Really? Yeah, and the the reason they're not paying is because they are going to launch an IPO. Yes, for the right? EV segment mm-hmm. only, for or the full brand. I for, it, it's there's two Porsche brands. Yes, and it's one of the two. Yeah, okay. And I forget okay. which one. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- on the deal, they've agreed that VW is to pay a dividend to Porsche. Okay. On that IPO. Okay. Which means that whatever Porsche pays, they're essentially going to get back after the IPO. Oh, for those shares. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So there's just like whole money thing going on. Sure. Whenever there's restructuring and yeah. stuff like this, yeah. these F1 deals fall through. Yeah, that makes sense. They're like they're trying to make the business successful at this point. Yes. You know, although yeah. it probably would have been huge for them to have Porsche, you on know, a, on well, a Verstappen on, car. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> yes. But yeah, yeah, they got too greedy. I mean, why why not why not take less uh-huh. and have ownership and have your name tied to a winning team, you know? Like, why do you want 50%? Why is that so necessary to you? Egos. Yeah, it's probably it's what it is. It's just all egos. Yeah. That's that's the bottom oh, line. Dude, God, yeah. I wonder how many, like, I wish there was a, a, was a way to look up how many deals just across the world in any vertical, any uh-huh. line of business. Uh-huh. Like, how much of these deals come down to ego? Yeah. That's a, that's a really good question. Yeah. Um. I'm not really bummed about it though. I don't know, like I'm not I'm not bummed at all. I think I'm Red happy. Bull, I'm actually. good on good on Red Bull for being yeah. like, no, screw that. We won on our own yeah, without your ass. Absolutely. They don't need they don't need that. They don't. And dude, well Honda was their Honda powertrain was shit like years ago, right? Yeah. Four years ago or something like that. Yeah. And somehow they, they worked hard and made it happen and they won last year. Well, I think they bought all of Honda Tech. They did, right? Yeah, so right. yeah, and Honda they, bounced yeah. and they still get to keep it for a few more years. Yeah. But uh, they won with what was a shitty platform. Yeah, I guess you're right. A few years ago, right? So they made it happen. They worked their asses off. So it's like there's so much pride in that. Yeah. Going from the bottom and now we're here. Coming from the, yeah, you know. Yeah, you're right. And how do you, like. And then you're going to come in. You're going to impose your engines. Oh, yep. Right? It's like. That's exactly what's going to happen. We don't need that. We got 50%. So. We're going to tell you what to do here, 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 and here. Right. And then, like, no, we don't want to do that. Yeah. 
Why would you want to do that? I think it's a great move mm-hmm. by Red Bull. It's a very yeah. They're yeah. they've got good egos and properly right. Yeah, so, so. I really hope they make a deal with like some other like manufacturer. Some as a result, cr- like BWT or whatever. Or Al- well, no, uh, what's left? I don't know. I don't know, man. Like Haas and like the bottom rung of the of the F one world. Yeah, Although ha- Haas showed up this year a little bit. Yeah, they got a few points. Yeah. So, but not at that level. <laughs> yeah, Porsche <laughs> wouldn't go to, to the bottom half, right? Oh uh, well, I'm talking about Red Bull making a oh, deal. Oh, you mean yeah. Red Bull? Like who Porsche, would they go to? I don't know, man. Yeah, I think if Porsche wants fifty percent, they're gonna have to go to a Haas. They're gonna have right, to. right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because for uh, sorry, Red Bull can really only go to Ferrari or Mercedes for platform. Technically, after Honda, right? Is there uh, Austin, who's I don't know. I don't know all the engines. I don't in know. That, in that I world. mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe BMW makes a step back into the that world. Maybe. Doubtful. Yes. But we know Porsche's not. Yes. So uh that's what you get for being greedy. I'm sure you're going through a lot. Uh boo hoo. Yeah, seriously, boo hoo, yes. right? These are millions and billions of dollars moving around over our heads that yes. we don't get to see. Yes. But anyway, those are your headlines for the week. Now let's move into our next segment, the Gateway Toys. The Gateway Toys. Lego edition. Yes. And uh, I want to start with a fun fact mm-hmm. before we get into it. Did you know that Lego is technically the world's number one tire manufacturer? Tire manufacturer? Yeah. Because yeah. they make so many little because toy cars. Because they make so many little toy cars, man. <laughs> that have rubber tires. Yeah, 306 million rubber tires per year. They count those <laughs> They, they are. They, they are yeah. tires. They yeah, are tires. Dude, yeah. They're the largest tire manufacturer over like. Now, I did add technically, right? Because, yes. you know. Oh, you're saying quantity. You're, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. really compare a Lego tire to a real tire. <laughs> but yeah, they're not. Know. They don't have weather elements. Technically, quantity wise, they are the leaders. They are the le- they Was are that the a fact that you found from the research that you that did? That was a fact that I found from the research that I looked up for sure. That yeah. is so fascinating. Yeah. But it man. makes sense. Yeah. Man, they uh, they make a lot of toys. Yeah, dude, I did, I, that's that's the first thing I thought of. It's like three hundred and six yeah. million t- uh, tires, and that's just the toys, right? That's how much you're that's how much you're making. Yeah, and think about it. So they're like the Korean barbecue of toys. You you buy the oh thing. Oh my god, dude! I've gotten <laughs> so sick of Korean barbecue, man. Well, the, the my point is is you go there, you pay all this money, and you have to cook that shit yourself. I no. So okay, say, let's stay here for a okay. bit. <laughs> I know this isn't car related, but I yes. can't be the only one. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's I'm bullshit. Si- it's kind of bullshit. Of, I'm sick of grilling my own food, man. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of bullshit. You know, like I kind of what I kind of wish. Well, maybe you can do this in some places, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would rather just go in, yeah. buy my meats, and then go grill it at home. Well, they used they were doing that during COVID, right? The yeah. Korean barbecue places. But I don't know if they were doing it like before. You or can that. buy that pre-marinated stuff at H Mart. Yeah, and then grill it, and then yeah. you've got it. Yeah. So we do that once in a blue moon. Yeah, like I order. I always balance my Korean barbecue with like some of the pre-made stuff. Okay. Like they'll have like Korean fried chicken, yes. gyoza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, stuff that already comes made. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Because it's yeah. like, fuck you guys. Don't make me <laughs> my own food. Like, you know? I'm tipping your asses 20% yeah. to, and it's for like, me to cook. Dude, and it's like, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, maybe there's a system that I don't know, that I'm not aware of, mm-hmm. but for some reason, my meats always stick. 
to the grill. No, that's like just the nature of the sugar um, marinades. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's annoying too. That is annoying. Um, and they don't give you like oil to no. kind of comp- offset that or none at all, man. Um, so by the time I actually get the meat that's done, yes, it's like a third of what I was delivered. <laughs> you know, everything yes. else is just burning onto the <laughs> grill. <laughs> that's right. That's and right. So I'm just, I do. Yeah, I've I've gotten so sick of the Korean barbecue experience. There lately. is one place that does cook for you. Really? At your table. Okay. I feel like such a diva, but I don't care. Yeah, that's... Oh, they cook it at your table yes, for you? Yeah, and That's not different. <laughs> it, I No, well, they're cooking it. They're basic... Yeah, it's like... I don't it's want a somebody halfway. there, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, running around at all the tables, like, uh, flipping and turning and, like, go to the other one, then come back. So yeah. it's like... It's like hibachi on steroids. Uh, yeah, without the... Without the um, entertainment... Portion because he's running from table to table, yes. like cook. Nah, and then the suction of the of the air is like right above it, so it's not smelling as nasty when you you get out of there. That's good. That's nice, but that's it does cost a bit more, and it is better quality meat. See, I I'd, I'd be willing to pay more for like the meat <laughs> to come out ready. Oh, really? Right from the kitchen. Uh huh. But uh-huh. I don't want to pay more to have some dude like flipping it you for know, you. Hey, what's up, guys? So no, they don't. They don't talk to you. Oh, yeah. But, it's uh, not. Well, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like. I'm exaggerating for effect. Right. But right, still, right. like, do you really want like? I I barely like it when my waiters are coming to talk to me. Yeah. To like, are you enough. okay? Yes. But and, and that's that sucks to say because yeah. I appreciate a refill. Sure. And all that sure. Stuff, sure. Right. Sure. But. I, I guess I'm antisocial to the point where I'm just... You don't want somebody don't standing really, over your table. I don't table. go to Benihana, right? Like, yeah, me neither. Benihana's the worst... It's an overpriced griddle. And it... Yes. and But not only that, uh-huh. it's like... It's... You have to sit with strangers. That's also dumb and awkward. And you have to watch this guy. Like, the first time, it's cool, right? Yes. But after you've been there, it's like, bro, I just want the food. And it's just fried rice, dude. God, I wonder how many <laughs> Benihana people are return guests. That's a good question. There's an off-brand teppanyaki place here in, in my city. Yeah. And it's packed a lot, but oh. it's full of non-Asians. <laughs> <laughs> Because we see the roost, we call, we don't we don't buy into it. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I'm yeah, I'm like, I'm not sold on. I went once. I think yeah. I might have gone twice. And it's entertaining. I should take my kids. It's to that. all they, right. Like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some are better. Like I've never. Okay, so like every once in a while, you'll see these things pop up on social media with somebody doing something cool, or, sure, or like sure. even having like a bit of a stand up comedy act. Yes, I've yes. never gotten that. Oh really? I don't think my guy has ever been asian either (laughs) (laughs) really (laughs) what have the ethnicities been black hispanic hispanic yeah pretty sure he was hispanic yeah that's that's even funnier actually (laughs) that's way funnier it's benny juana dude (laughs) (laughs) with a j or a g J U or G U? J, yeah, J U. Benny Juana. That's the title of this episode. Uh, Benny Juana. Benny Juana. John go- Juan goes to Benny Juana. <laughs> oh, that that is freaking hilarious. But man. yeah, Benny dude. Juana. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Take your little onion tower and go away, dude. Oh, oh man. But anyway, let's go back to Lego. Okay. All yes. Right. <laughs> Damn Legos. So a little breakdown of sort of the Lego timeline. Yes. Cool. 
because I there wasn't a lot of Lego for me in my youth, and we'll go into that after this. Okay. But apparently, the first automobiles were came around like fifties and sixties. Wow. For Legos, mm. and they were one eighty seventh scale. And so most of them came as part of other kits at the time, right? Yes. So, yeah, like a city, yeah, and buy the little car. And they were almost exclusively European models. So they were replicas of real cars, is what you're they saying? They were repl- replicas of real cars, but kept sort of generic, mm. but mm. they weren't using licenses and names. Okay, okay. And I imagine they were European models because <coughs> actually Lego is not a... It's Swedish or yeah, some, something like that. Yeah, I think that. it is a Swedish brand, so... <coughs> Obviously, they would lean European. Mm-hmm. In the 70s and 80s, you started getting, like, expert builder hobby sets. 70s and 80s. Okay. Right? And so you they were they were putting out kits, but they were very simple kits that you would build with, like, almost generic Lego. Right? Sure. It isn't, yeah. like, how you see now. Yes. Like, you would still build cars, and they had instructions on how to build them. Mm-hmm. But they were very simple. And this was sort of the, the, the 70s and 80s was also the birth of the Happy Meal Lego toy. And oh. so there are some Happy Meal cars, but if it's very, if you look them up, they're very basic. Like they okay. don't even look like cars at this point. But okay. they were they were one of the first few uh, Lego cars. And mm-hmm. then in the '90s and 2000s, when they really hit their stride, yes. and launched the Racer line. Uh huh. And so the Racer line was they had a few Lamborghinis, they had uh, Ferrari F1s. Okay. But other than that, they also kept them generic. So they were based on loosely based on other cars. Sure. But obviously the technology wasn't there to make perfect replicas. Right. Right. Even in the 90s and the 2000s, they were still making those advances. So Mm -hmm. and Racer is sort of the precursor to what we have now. Speed Champions. Yes. And so Speed Champions now in the 2010s, 2020s, it's Speed Champions is like the entry level. Okay. And then there's like the creator edition. Okay. That's like mid level. Okay. And then you have technique. Yes. Lego <laughs> technique. Yes. Where you're yes. going to spend $2,000 yeah. and get yourself a Dom Toretto charger. Or the Lamborghini or the Porsche 911 Carrera. Yeah, but yeah. they're like one fifth scale. Yeah, almost. they're huge. Yeah, they're massive. And like 10,000 pieces. Yeah, yeah. and it, apparently it takes. It takes a Lego designer like years, years of training to get to technique level. Wow. Yeah. It, like, is it in that you, you, you don't just jump into Lego and start working on technique. You have to like work on speed champions and shit. And then after a few years, you're able to start touching on designing the technique side. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks for that insight, John. No, yeah, for real. That's that's cool. It's crazy. Like this. Like, it's. I was looking in the designing and how they do it. I mean, it's you can I I feel like there's probably I didn't see this anywhere, but there probably might be or there will be like Lego design schools. Okay. You know, just because of how complex it actually gets with them now. Okay. Okay. But yeah. And so um, obviously Legos. Starting from the 50s and going to now, it's it's an entry point for car people. It's a somewhere on the, along the line kind of inspiring more things. Yes. It's an alternative to having to buy that specific car, be it a Porsche or whatever. Yes. It's a bonding tool. It I've, is. I've used them at work events. You, you did. That's yeah, right. Not I've, too long ago. Yeah, not too long ago. Uh-huh, I used them at spring. work events, uh-huh. and it, it went without – You know, it, it was a hit. 
Really? You know, people love that. So because it plucks at the heartstrings, it man. Do, it it's does. It's like our youth. So, so I guess a qu- the question to you, uh, being a gateway toy and yes. the toy of the youth, like, yes. what is your experience with Lego growing up? Okay, so firstly, I'll fact check myself. It was it's from Denmark, so it's not Swedish, so it's Danish. Okay. Um, what where I was at was on the spaceship realm of Legos. So, uh, okay, the ones I built, my because I only had a sister who was not into kids toys or boys toys they're technically boys toys in the 90s right yeah a little they leaned that way yeah yeah say, for sure. right so i i would buy the spaceship kits or get them for birthdays and they're still built in my house in michigan in my room they're still sitting there full of dust i'm sure but yeah. th- what i custom built is there still with like lasers and stuff so it was never into the car one because the, the the kits back then i would i would have bought into the speed line yeah, had they had those, but they didn't. So I just went with whatever the generic stuff was. Right. But it never fully appealed to me because of a lack of the rebranding of actual like Marvel. You wanted to see Toyota. You wanted to I see. Did. Yeah. I did. Would, then I would have definitely if it was Toyota, a Supra, I would have been all over that as a child. Uh, OK, so I didn't get into the car ones. I only got into the spaceships or those things. How about you? I didn't get into any of them. Really? Yeah. Like really have... I had like um, every once in a while, there'd be like a hand me down. Sure. Like general generic Lego kit that came around. Yeah. Um, And we would do stuff with it, but it was there was no instructions. Yeah, there was no I wasn't I never built anything. Mm-hmm. And what I ended up getting into that was similar to that was model cars. OK. OK. And so I did. a I did. A, I did a few model cards and stuff, but plastic and glue ones, plastic, glue, paint, stickers, yeah. that stuff. But that was hard as hell. It was hard. My you parents know? were too cheap to buy me paint. Yeah, <laughs> no, man, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, well, it, so, uh, yeah, all, all mine were plastic gray or whatever it <laughs> yeah. came, you know? Yeah, yeah. And with the stickers on it. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was just really hard to do. It was messy. They um, don't roll. <laughs> yeah. And so yes. when, when I started working, uh-huh. I I bought my first Lego set. Okay. And I was like, this is way better than the model kits. Yeah, it's not as accurate. Correct. Yeah, it's not as real looking. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of having fun and just stacking things together and getting a little race car at the end, I'm yeah. like, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. okay. And so I was probably like 16, 17 where I kind of bought my first kit. And I bought one and never really bought anything beyond that until I graduated college. Okay. That's when I got back into kind of the speed champions. I haven't bought a technique kit yet. Yeah, me neither. Because I feel like that's just a lot of time. It's a big time commitment. Yeah. 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 I don't have that. And yeah. it's like $400 for a kit, man. Yeah, I was. Uh, so that's a good segue. I was at Legoland recently. And okay. of course, they have the stores. So, yeah, they've got Bronco, the full Bronco. They've got the full Porsche Carrera 911. Okay. Um, as you know, Ferraris and Lambos and et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, they're in the two to four range. And because they're limited release, if you don't catch it and it becomes a hot ticket item, it'll go up to like thousands potentially for collectors for an unbuilt kit. Another world. It's a whole, yeah, it's another one of those worlds for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the time commitment is just not there for me for those big, crazy kid and you've got to have all that shit all over the place <laughs> yeah no you <laughs> while need you're building big, you need a whole desk you need a full desk you need this table yes like, committed to put it together committed yeah. to that and like it's not going to be a day's work or maybe fast people can get through it in a day but 
I can't imagine. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't like. I can put like those speed champion kits are like three hundred or four hundred pizzas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like thirty, forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how big those technique kits are. I Dude, know, I know it's I, massive. I cannot imagine. Like, yeah, it's just they're huge. Are you a solo Legoer or are you a group Legoer? I will group Lego with somebody like you who I trust. Yeah. To like work as effectively as I do. Yeah. But like with my kids, <laughs> I would yeah. I would never do the the most advanced Lego cars yeah. with them. No. Okay. Cuz yeah. they would just get I'd be having to do double triple duty just to make sure they're doing it right. Yeah. And so anybody at that level or just above it, I I just don't have the patience to do that. Same. If I'm if I'm doing a lot of like, why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah, you're doing it wrong, bro. Like what the <laughs> fuck, man? And like now I got to redo what you're messing yeah. up. Yeah. Yes. Do you think that so the, the gateway for me with Lego mm-hmm. um, is has always been like the fine motor skill training? Yes. Right. Like yes. working with little pieces like that kind of helps work with your fingertips. Yeah. Or whatever. Right. Do you do you think like it helped you in that realm? Well, I can't speak for myself, but I'll say for the kids. Right. Because they've gotten tons of Legos as seven and eight year olds and okay. my four, three year old still plays with them. So as you know, they have the Duplo, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that they have cars yeah, on yeah. the Duplo side. And that's like a, for kids that are learning about their fingertips and, and articulation and whatnot. And then they graduate to the bigger, the more advanced, smaller brick kits. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does help to answer your question with their fine motor skills. Right. Um, but what it also results in is as a parent, You've just they don't finish the kits sometimes. And so you just got pieces all over the place and you lose the book and then the all the pieces merge from other kits. You can look up the books online. I know, but like they yeah. just become a multitude of a uh, bucket of pieces. A Ferrari Yoda. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you'll never rebuild that same original thing from that one box because you've got just Tons of pieces everywhere, and nobody oh, has the – nobody's engaged enough to try to keep them separated. So you can't be, like, OCD as a dad. No, you cannot. Absolutely well, not. Yeah. Or, like, if the kid is – or multiple boys in my in my world, like, they will just like, – it'll just be a mess. So keep it as that car and never disassemble it so that it can stay as that car. Right. Otherwise, the pieces will just be lost. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very hard to disassemble – I mean, and, yeah, you have to disassemble right? completely, then reassemble with the book. Yeah, and I the bags are numbered, right? So you go from bag one to ten or whatever to try to like. I don't think I've done one with numbered. That's bags. that's when you get to like the thousand piece, five to a thousand, I think maybe. Oh, yeah, they're in separate bags, so you like know like to keep it in that bag. But so I think as long as I have the book, I'll, I'll, potentially it'll take, me, it'll take me longer to yes. dig through the pile. Yes, exactly. but I'll still be able to yeah. put it together. <clears throat> yeah. So from from that angle, from that lens, it's challenging, I'd say, when it gets to be that complex. So recently, as I told you in this, what kind of triggered this episode uh, segment was we went to Legoland mm-hmm. here in Carlsbad, California, the biggest Legoland in America. Yeah. They have an exhibit that used to be just a generic car exhibit. Okay. And Ferrari rebranded it. So now it's a Ferrari Legoland exhibit. Why do you say Ferrari like that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so what they did was really cool. They built a full-size replica of a Ferrari F40. Okay. And uh, ground up tires to, to spoiler. It's it's a Lego. That, that, does it move? 
No, it doesn't move. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I would imagine yeah. that's. But you technically potentially could sit in it. Okay. Um, that's like the, f- so it's like a three segment. Um, Wait, so you, you're allowed to touch it? You stand next to it and take a photo. Yeah, you could touch it. Really? They're glued. They're all glued together. Oh. So there's no risk of it like falling okay. apart on you. Yes. Okay. So I thought, I mean, Ferrari, I'd sell, I'd sell my nut for, right? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, $4 million. Yeah, yeah. So um, I like that car. That was a perfect car to see at this Ferrari exhibit. So that's, there's three steps or three segments of the Ferrari exhibit. Okay. At Legoland. Fortunately, we went on a school day, so it wasn't busy. I can't imagine it on like peak summer. Yeah. Nonetheless, we took a photo with the Ferrari F40. You move into the second second stage of the building and in that stage is where you it's like pinewood derby were you ever boy scout no okay so pinewood derby is where you build a little wooden car and run it down a track oh okay yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so so lego has this um second section of the ferrari lego area where you have just mounds of lego pieces okay ferrari colored they're all red okay they have two examples to build an f1 version a gt version of the car as an example okay but you've got like dude four-year-olds to like 12 year olds they're never gonna build even though it's a small like 200 piece car or less probably 100 some yeah yeah they're never gonna replicate that so you see the parents all the parents are like hands and knees like (laughs) try i'm looking at it trying to like the uh reverse engineer it right right to try to build it but dude it, again pieces are strewn everywhere so you need a chassis first you need the thing that holds the wheels right right and the tires and you can't just find all that easily god because it. it's okay. just a fucking mound of fucking pieces right 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 you know so it's 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 a time-consuming endeavor to try mm-hmm. to do that and around you are those like tracts where you drop it and like you try to um see uh, how fast your Lego car will go. Right, right. Essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's cool, and you'll appreciate this, is there is a stopwatch on them. So right at the starting line, there's a sensor oh. that when you drop the car, a digital like like mini iPhone, let's say, yeah. for each, each lane will time your car after it crosses um, from the start of the finish, from the start line to the finish line. Yeah. It'll time how fast your car is. Was yours the fastest? No, because some because of the lack of traction. Okay. Because of the way shitty design is for for us non-engineers, <laughs> they'll skid out or they won't cross because it's a it's a steep down decline, uh-huh. and then there's like it's like a roller coaster, a steep decline. Oh, there's a little there's a bit turn. of a thing, not a turn, but like a like a a valley, let's okay, say. Okay. And then it'll kind of go up a little bit. Okay. Just slightly. Yeah. So it'll sometimes get stuck or skid out as it goes down because it's such a steep decline. Okay. So you can't always get a successful cross of the finish line. Okay. So you kind of need like a wide design, I guess, or whatever. But anywho, so it's it's tough from that <laughs> perspective. So it's like basically I think it's too complicated for kids. Yeah. This whole experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Questions? Any questions before we move I mean, to the it's, third section? I uh, mean, it's interesting, right? The whole, like, parent thing. Why? Is it meant for exactly. the kids? Is it? Exactly. That's my point. R- right? It's like, a bit too much. It was cool conceptually. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's just way too much, again, for even up to 8-year-olds or 10-year-olds. They can't engineer it to get down the ramp successfully 100% of the time. 
or it's maybe tough. they can. But the thing is, is you sp- you'll have to spend a lot of time in that room. Is there a time limit? No, there isn't. Uh, but if you can imagine a busy day where people are just flowing or waiting in line to try to get it through there. Yeah. It's not a time efficient like experience. No, no. Right. No. And that's my problem with it as as a parent. Yeah. No, that or, makes sense. Right. Like fortunate. We were again, we were lucky it was not a busy day so we could spend as much time as we wanted. Right. In there. But it's just not time effective. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. So moving to the third segment of this building and then the final segment. So what you do with your Lego that you built is is this is Ferrari money we're talking about now. Okay. You go into the third room. And in that room, there is a box that scans your Lego. Okay. It scans your design, allegedly. Okay. Using probably an iPad's uh, camera. Okay. And when you scan it, uh, what it'll do is it'll it'll consume your design into an overhead projector racetrack. Okay. So now you have a full size, like let's call it a slot car racetrack. Okay. But it's just a projector. Okay. So what you're doing now is you're you, or you can take a pre built Lego. That is um, pre-built digitally. Okay. Okay. So you select either your car and get it scanned, or you select a pre-built Ferrari Lego. You set uh, the tire settings on it for weather. Okay. So it'll rain or it'll be dry on the track. Okay. And then you set, like, uh, you want acceleration or uh, top speed for your car. So, like, the powertrain, so to speak. Right, right. Right. And the transmission or whatever. And then you move it into the race area. Within this full table, okay? Yeah, yeah. So there's probably like 10 states, only 10 stations for this. Yeah. So again, imagine a full day and like I can't imagine. Yeah. So then what happens is when your car is staged in the race area, what you could do is you could press like um, turbo mode or like nitrous or turbo mode okay. to get it to accelerate faster. But what it does is the, the, the whole experience projects your car onto the track. And based on the weather settings and your tire option and your powertrain option, you, there are lap times around the track. Okay. And you can help your car by hitting that, like, accelerate button around turns and stuff. It's driving itself, but you can help it around the turns or through the straights by accelerating it. Okay. With a button. Okay. Again, awesome idea. But, do, like, does it work? Like, were you able to, like, accelerate out of corners, like, and then you're going yeah, faster so you'll than everybody see it, else? you'll see it, like, zoom a little bit. Yeah. But then it'll slow down again. Right. So, okay. And then there's, like, top speed, like, or it, it saves your score. So you enter in your credentials, and it'll save your score, and you'll have, like, the fastest person ever, and then the fastest person of the day. Okay. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But going back to my point of... This is a very time-consuming thing, yeah, and it's super technical. As car guys, we get it. It's you're right, like, but like as a ten-year-old, like, what the fuck do I know about top speed versus and traction? And, and I was gonna say, as you're talking to about it, I yeah. I think you were more excited about yeah. this, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, than your kids were, yeah, yeah, because there's a lot to dissect, yeah, a billion percent, yeah, and that's my problem with it. For kids. Interesting. It's so cool technologically. And Legoland isn't, isn't, I mean, they explicitly state it's not made for adults. Yeah, it's I really I think there not. was a point, there was a point where you weren't allowed to go if you didn't have a kid. Uh, maybe. That's definitely not the case now. It's not they, the case they now. They need money. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's yeah, tiny, yeah. but yeah. 
I guess like overall, yeah, there's some Lego nerds maybe, but they they it's like it's kind of boring for if you're over twelve. Once you hit teenager years, it's kind of a boring. So like, it's boring from like twelve. 12 and up, you're kind of 22, bored. and yeah, then you get yeah. excited again. <laughs> when you have a kid, then it's kind of more interesting because they're right. really into it. I really just, I am in my head just picturing your kids just standing next to you as you're doing all this. <laughs> Dude, and that's the problem. My point yeah. is, and I'm split between three kids. Yeah, yeah. A three-year-old, a seven-year-old, and an eight-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to help them engineer something. Oh, and they're all doing one individual. Of course. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you've got a really poorly Well, no one told you to have three, Randy. So. <laughs> well, there's that. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess but overall, yeah. it's like a parent having to, and that's great. That's all well and good, but it's such a technical experience. And I mean, the the overhead projector section is super cool for like you and I. Yeah, you would totally be into it. I oh, think. dude, I, I, from what <laughs> you're explaining, I'm like, dude, I would love to do this. Yes, yes, yes. But you're right. It's like one, like how do you move thousands of people through something Correct. like this on a peak day? On a peak day, right? Yes. Any day. And yes. Then, but then two, it's like, what age is it really designed for? Exactly. You know, exactly. or what are they looking to achieve? Yeah. You know? Are they, or maybe they're looking for their le- next Lego master or whatever. I don't know. They see someone do a really good job, and they're like, "We need to hire that guy." Right. I, and again, ten stations around that racetrack on that third room, third and final room. So can you imagine the flow of people trying to like get to that and like camping out? Like you know, you saw me with toys. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I would be, I would be camping if it was a busy day. Yeah, waiting to get my turn for sure. Yes, man. yes. I don't know. I don't know that I'd wait. No, it, on a busy day, I'd to be build like, Lego. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I'm good. And there's so much like other stuff to see at that place. So great park until you're 12. After that gtfo get the fuck out like it's just not worth it so on the scale of like car enthusiast influence right Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. this is sort of the 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 toys that made us right the gateway toys yes where do you think lego lands Ooh. you know if we were to put like a one to ten scale i know we haven't done this previously but i think we should yeah you know what like what's how much influence does lego have on cars my kids aren't lego kids but I think that now that they've got those uh, branded, uh, rebranded, like they get, in, they have a Supra you could buy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you I know? bought that one, and I'm tempted to buy it. Yeah, you know, I yeah. want that James Bond, uh, Aston Martin. Yep. Um, but we're grown men. <laughs> <laughs> but that's right? like it's 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 weird because. I mean, it's weird, man. And even if you as a dad, maybe you can relate to this, right? Like when our parents were our age, right? They weren't in own homes, cut wood, wore (laughs) cowboy hats. Like they were like men's men and shit, right? Yeah, they weren't child. They were children. And then you look at us and we're like, hey, man, when do you want to get on the sim races tonight? You know, like. like, Yeah, did you get that Supra (laughs) Lego, dude? Did you see that shit? Yeah, no, that's true. And it's so and it, it's 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 such a hard thing for me to reconcile in my head because yeah, yeah. I, like because of how we grew up and how I saw my parents I never saw my dad play a video game. Yeah. I never you know, I never yeah. saw like my dad getting together with my friends to like binge Netflix. Yeah. You know, like Yeah. So, so sometimes I feel guilty. I'm like, man, am I acting like a little boy? But I, I think this is just different luxuries, right? Like yes. Yes. you know, that we're offered now. We're not required to grow up as fast 
But I do think about that every time I do it, man. You know, no, you know what um, companies realize, like Lego, yeah, is they know that we have the money, right? So they know how to milk our childhoods, yeah, and extract that money from us by using our childhood. Yeah, target the nostalgia. Yes, that makes sense. Whereas our parents' generation had zero of that. Yeah, they I had mean, Popeye. If you, I don't know if Popeye got to uh, like Central America. But that's about as good as they would have had as far as marketing. I mean, and but branding. what are you gonna do as a Popeye fan? You know, like, like eat spinach, <laughs> right? That's true. <laughs> like, know, like, would they have sold the dolls or the toys? Yeah, at, and there, I mean, were there really a lot of toys back then? Too? No, there like, weren't. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, like my, my dad's youth, they made their own toys. Yes, exactly. You know? Same with my parents. And my dad did that for me too. Yeah, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it was the first time I saw it. They they could I don't know my par- my dad could make things out of anything, right? Sure. So my idiot ass. We had like a history project. Okay. Um, and we had to make one like history art- artifact and use it to tell a story. Okay. Right. Okay. And I chose, I was going to do the Civil War and I was going to make a rifle and then talk about some Civil War facts. Okay. Right? Sure. And so my idea, my, my child idea was I was going to buy a box of popsicle sticks. And out of those popsicle sticks, glue together a gun, and then take <laughs> a it rifle to too. A, a rifle, that. right? Not a handgun. It's so weird, right? Yeah. Like, uh, no, it, it makes sense. It, right at that time in yeah. the nineties, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, um, even as a little kid, I was a procrastinator. Oh yeah, we all you, were, dude. You know? My kid, dude. Yes. And I'm yeah. just, and then, so then I'm like, oh, I got enough time. I got enough time, and I'm like, you know, I want. I'm doing all my fun things. I'm like going to soccer practice and all that stuff, and ignoring this, right? The yes. weekend before it's due. Of course, of course. I'm like, I'm like putting, I'm putting the popsicle sticks together, and I'm trying to glue stuff, and and I'm starting to realize like <laughs> this is not gonna work. <laughs> What the fuck am I doing? This yeah, you're not, not an work. engineer at that age. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, how am I supposed to build a rifle? Like, I barely got the butt of the gun. Okay, like, okay. Together, and I'm uh-huh. sitting there, and I'm sitting. Was it I'm, triangular at least the butt? Or no, no, it was a square. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> it was a firm square. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. I just couldn't get the like. I was an engineer, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I overestimated my ability yeah like, a million fold <laughs> yeah, yeah right which so, is great that's cool okay i guess it, i guess it's good it's good that but, you're but it didn't turn out yeah, that way yeah, right yeah, yeah. so Big i'm thinking. like putting shit together like i'm still working on it because i gotta turn in something and i'm mm-hmm. like this is gonna be horrible yeah and so i get through like a I get through the butt of the gun mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in the back and I'm sitting there under our avocado tree uh-huh. and I'm in just fucking tears, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to fail this. I yeah. should have started earlier. Yeah. I'm never yeah. going to. I'm ready to give up. How old are you? Sorry. Oh, shit. I, what grade? I was what grade? in. Had to be second. No, third grade. It was I'm s- I'm hearing my son in this story. <laughs> okay. I'm because he does this this shit. Okay, go ahead, <laughs> please continue. He's in third grade, and, and so I'm 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 just sitting there. It's Sunday now. I wa- I wasted Saturday. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I wasted Saturday. It's it, like six p.m. Right, because sa- Saturday stores are closing. What happened was I put that together Saturday uh-huh. to let it dry for Sunday. Okay. to continue, uh-huh. and then once I realized that I wasn't gonna have enough time, yeah. Because once I picked it up, like all the stuff starts falling off of yeah, it, and yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. this isn't gonna work. So yeah. I'm I'm sitting there. My dad comes into the backyard, how he does, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What's up with you?" Yeah, and I'm like, oh, "I had to put this project together, and I I thought I was gonna be able to do this, and <laughs> uh-huh. I couldn't get it done." And then he's like, "Oh my god!" And my dad's <laughs> just like, 
Uh-huh. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, what what are you thinking? Right? Like, yeah. This is for school. This is how I talk to my kids. You gotta too. get good grades. Okay. You gotta, uh-huh. you know, like yeah, what yeah, like yeah. what are you gonna do now? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And like my dad was never the type to like offer up a solution immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like well, that's what, the way to train them. Yeah, okay, you know, right it's like, on. well, what are you gonna do now? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. don't know what yeah. I'm going to do now. Dude, like, you're yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, like, uh-huh. I just wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And so then, like, I, I, I told him my idea, right, and what I wanted to execute okay. on. Okay, And I think he appreciated the fact that I had my report together. Yeah, okay. I had my all my facts together, my presentation together. Yeah, but but I just didn't have my artifact, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. So he's like, he's like, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. In, like, 30 to 45 minutes, this man grabs a two-by-four. I was going to say two-by-four. Yeah, he cuts it down, um, and he starts shaping the gun, right? And uh-huh. he's, like, he's, like, shaping it. He cuts he cuts some sections out of it, and he's, like, shaping it or whatever. And he's, like, all right, your job right now, go find me an umbrella. I'm okay. Like, okay, so while he's shaping it, I go <laughs> find an umbrella. I find one of the shitty umbrellas, shittiest umbrellas that we have, and I take it to him. By that time, he has shaped and stained <laughs> the, the <barrel>. fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> He has a barrel. It it already looks like it looks real, (laughs) you know. And I'm like, how how the hell did you do that? He's like, and and so I'm asking. He's like, hurry up, hurry up. Where's the where's the umbrella? I'm like, it's right here. All right, take everything off Uh the the inside. He built an AR. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what an AR. So Uh so he he uh, he he pulls the metal rod from inside the umbrella right after I take everything off. Okay, and used you know the little. the little clip that keeps the umbrella in yes. uses that as the scope for the rifle. Oh, okay. And so then he just cuts a groove into the piece of wood that he's built. Uh-huh. He glues that barrel into it. And, and that's the and that's the barrel. Do you want me to put your name on it? <laughs> <laughs> he said that? Yeah. He's like, you want to put your name? I'm like, no, 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 that's fine. That's fine. And I'm like, dude, like this is like, at that time I felt like this is something I could play with. Yeah. Yeah. You know? For sure. Like, it sounds this, like it. Yeah. And so the next day I go to school on Monday, dude. I go to school and I'm flexing with my fucking <laughs> rifle. And it's like, I would say it's like a good three and a half feet. Okay, okay. It's long. Uh-huh. And, uh, he kept the trigger action on and it? Then, no, there's oh, no okay. trigger okay, on okay, it. Okay, no okay. trigger on it. It just has the finger loop. Okay. But no trigger. Okay, in a, man- in yeah. a metal barrel. In a metal barrel. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, the re- and the rest of it was just stained wood. Okay, um, cool. And But, it, I mean, I'm telling you, from from 20 feet, you would guess it's like a daisy. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's, nice. It's, you can pass it off uh-huh. wonderfully. Uh-huh. So I take it to school the next day, and <laughs> and everyone's just like, what? Like, how the hell? Yeah. You made that? I'm like, yeah, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> that is you know, so like, awesome, I, dude. I gotta, it's like, you, it's like, it's funny because uh, the teacher was Miss Barry. Okay. Miss Barry, and, and after everybody had asked me the same question, I did my presentation. She yeah. asked me too. She's like, "Did you make that?" And because the rule was that you had to make it, yeah, right from, from scratch, from scratch. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I made that. Yeah, yeah, I made it." And then, like in in my stupid third grade mind, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the time, I was like, "Yeah, she believed me." <laughs> <laughs> and that was only validated by the fact that I got an A, right? I got an A on the whole project. Obviously, cool. the artifact, you know, in hindsight, the artifact is probably the like, most meaningless. Yes, it's like a 5 to 10% yeah, value yeah, of, of, the of the presentation. Yeah. But me here thinking it's like the biggest thing. Of course. You know, I don't know that I ever told my dad that I got an A on that. You should, man. Yeah, I should. You I should, should tell yeah, him. Yeah, but yeah, that was, he saved my ass, man. <laughs> 
he saved my ass, and he made me cool for like two weeks. Ah, uh, you know, nobody else took a gun to school. You did know? you did you play with it after too? Uh, oh yeah. Oh, well, no, okay. actually, I was kind of like, it was kind of one of those things that became a like a, a proud piece. Okay, like, I was in the room to like mess this, it up. Uh, yeah, display piece. Yeah, I, pr- I, I need to find it. You should. It's probably dude. still there. Yeah, in the, at the at, his, at, at his the house. Parents' house. Yeah, yes. my parents' house. Okay, but, yeah, dude, please, man. But, yeah, it was so. Yes. It's oh my god, that was so funny, man. Yeah. So many situations like that. But yeah, that was that was my dad's Lego. My dad's Lego was two by fours. And to your point, like or to the question, I don't I think there is um certain value to what Lego's doing with rebranding or yeah. using brands um to get kids enthusiastic about Porsche or Toyota or whatever. Yeah. Um and again it 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 gets the parents to buy it yeah. because of the nostalgia factor for us. Right. And you work on it together. See, this is Daddy Supra. You yeah. know, you have a version of it. That's a good point. And so they get it and so and then they get to ride in it. And so it's like it's it's they're totally milking our dollars. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Cuz I was thinking that too. I was like, well, you know, those things only appear appeal to someone who is already a fan of Porsche. Correct. But that's the dad. That's the parent. That's they, the mom. They get the know? money from the parent yeah. to pass it to the kid. The kid yeah. just wants a toy. Yeah, you're right. They don't actually care that it's Porsche. And or they don't have the money to buy it. Correct. Right? Correct. So by it's, making stuff that appeals to the parents. They've got the money yeah. in the bag. And, yeah. then, and then the brand gets to influence the child to someday say, ooh, I had a Porsche as a kid. I want a, I want Porsche, a Porsche as now. an adult. Yeah. So then it and becomes. Then they don't realize that the economy is now in the shitter and they can't afford their <laughs> Porsche. <laughs> yes, exactly. So they got to buy another Lego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you get the Lambo Lego. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. man. That's so funny. So it's, it's a. It's smarts on the marketing side. Yeah, for sure. They've got us by the you know what's. Yeah, um, man. By the dingleberries. Yes. And it's uh yeah, they it's all smart all around. So yeah, I think after this conversation, I would say they're pretty high. I would it, give them a six out of ten. Yeah, I would say it's up there. Maybe yeah. six, seven for me too. Maybe yeah. eight even. If go karts are like nine. But go karts are too expensive. Did you Yeah, I mean, it's just there's different Well, they're not street legal it, one. It, 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 so Go-karts aren't street legal? No, you can't drive it on the street, technically. Didn't you ever watch Leave it to Beaver where he saw he tried to drive his around? I thought you could have them on the street as long as they were under, well, like... Not in Michigan, where I grew up. Oh, uh, okay. Period. Okay. And they're they were like a thousand bucks back then. Yeah, I mean they're still pretty expensive if yeah. you want to do uh, if you want to do like a competitive go kart. All those would yeah. be really expensive. But like a a running vehicle go kart. Yeah, it's like a grand minimum way back when. So I don't know about. I don't think you'll spend that money now. Yeah, you could probably get away with EV three hundred or an EV. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh-huh. EV one for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, that gives you the exhilaration and feeling of driving because you want speed that yeah. has speed after power wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes. So that's the next step up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Power wheels would be like a seven. Then it'd be up there. Seven, but the bra- there's not a lot of branded ones. Oh, uh, OK. Yeah. That's super they haven't bougie. made it to that game. Well, yet. they're thousand dollars for that. And it's the same power. Uh, a power wheel is a thousand dollars. The branded ones like a Mercedes or a Porsche. Are you? Yeah. Serious? Whereas a regular power wheel that's a two seater is like 300 bucks. You might be you. You could buy a real car. I know. I know. Wow. Yeah. It's just to f- for the parents to flex. It's a wow. billion dollar parent flex. Damn. Yes. And so not a lot of people do it, honestly. I don't know that billionaires buy those things. 
um like, like rich new, people in Irvine type people in Irvine that want to flex will do that. Really, like, that's what you'll see it. That's where you'll see it. Yeah. God, it's a cool. That guy's in a Mercedes oh, power wheel. Yeah, it matches daddy's car. Oh, that's the kind of shit that they God, pull. That's so obnoxious. It is. It is. And yeah, it's it's a waste because the kid doesn't but even care. But if I'm being real, I want obnoxious money too. You know? Yeah, but, fair you enough. Know, fair like enough. I, yeah. I probably wouldn't buy that. Would you buy the M3 power wheel for your kid that matched daddy's car? The E36. Dude, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because what you're asking me right now is how douchey would you be? Yeah. And the question is, douchey enough to do that? <laughs> See? You yeah. bring the kid with this power wheel to the track. Yeah. And he's driving around in the matching car of daddy's car. Yeah, and that's I mean they, they got you. They'd the appreciate that, yeah. right? The kid the, would appreciate that. The kid that. appreciates it. The car guys think it's cool. I would think it's cool. That that's the thing though. I wouldn't do it because to for the flex for the flex to yeah. others. Yes, it's more of a thing like to a me. bonding thing. Yeah, I think right? it's more of a, like because like my dad used to buy me like when he was playing. He played like semi pro soccer here. Okay, and oh when he, here, yeah here. Okay, and so when he was playing in those leagues, whenever he got a new uniform, he He'd would buy, buy one. One for me, yeah, and yeah. I had a full kit. Oh, I mean, full dang. kit, yeah, S- uh, socks too, short socks. Wow, shirt. yeah, it okay. was. I was full kitted up. Okay, and so that's what it reminds me of, and that's a billion you percent know? what it is. Yeah, a billion, and then yeah. and the companies figured it out. Yeah, yes, man. So it's it's all a money but grab. Thousand dollars though, I don't yeah. know, man. It's a thousand and up. Damn, one to two thousand. I might like get a regular. How much do the regular ones cost? Like two to three hundred. Seven hundred dollars. Same, same powertrain. Same. It's just a. It's just a. It's just a power tool motor and a battery, an eighteen volt battery. Oh my god. A Twelve or eighteen. It's like, oh, sorry, dude. We're getting the three hundred dollar one. You, we exactly. Can, we can mod it. Yeah. We'll yep. mod it. We'll put some emblems on it. Yep. You know, and we'll, that's it. That's it. That's crazy. That's my point. But they get the rich people who are like, I want to, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses. It's de- like, that's why I call it a flex because definitely like, it's un it's it's, it's unnecessary it's, and extreme. It's an extreme markup. And do they outgrow it so fast? That makes sense. Yeah, because they're so slow. They're you know? slow. They might even outgrow it like within a few months. Well, no, but physically, I mean, like they get too big for it. Oh, okay, but they don't get bored of it even faster. They got bored of the one we have. Yeah, that's what I. They bet. don't even drive the thing. The yeah. older two don't drive it anymore. Yeah, no, that makes so, sense. So yeah, yes, it's time to buy them real cars. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's get into our last segment of the episode: a car movie game show. Oh, the my uh, box office flop, but cult culture. Cult. Uh, was it? Classic? Cult classic uh-huh. movie, yes. uh, used cars. Yes, I had never watched this movie before. Yes, me um, either. I it's I don't know how I found it. I think I might have stumbled on it on like Reddit, Reddit. or something. You brought it up on Reddit. Yeah, and I was like, okay, let's uh, let's see if this is a car movie. Mm-hmm. And and before we go into it, the, the what the movie's about is a used car salesman that wants to be a senator. Yes. Um. And but then the owner of the used car lot he works for dies, and now goes on the mission to save the lot from his brother who wants to steal it. Yes. And his brother operates a more fancy lot on the other side of the street. Yes. Uh, they get into a ton of shenanigans trying to save this lot, get the daughter involved. There's 
boobs and go-go dancers and all this stuff. <laughs> all Typical this stuff, 80s, yeah. 90s uh, comedy. I, I, well, it's, an, it's a 1980 movie. Now, yeah, 1980s. 80s. It came out in 1980. 80. I was surprised by what I saw. Oh, from what which what part of it were you surprised by? The, uh, the boobs, the, the, the boobs, okay. the go-go dancers, the dick glasses, the were like, they dick glasses? Yeah, the noses were dicks. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Okay, okay. And 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 so I was like, man, like this movie felt, uh huh, like you're combining the Fast and the Furious. An American Pie. Oh, dude, a billion percent. <laughs> yeah, that's it what this movie felt it like. Ended to me. as fa- the uh, Act Three was Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, right? for sure. Yes. Even in the middle. Uh, yeah, middle and there and was a freeway jump in the middle of yeah. the movie. Yes, that was the uh, yeah the Act Two climax. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I'm like, man, like if they had. This is Fast and the Furious before the technology arrived. So they were real cars. They were real cars. Yeah, yeah doing these stunts, yeah. which was amazing with bad suspension. Oh yeah, I mean these were all like G bodies and all heavy They're American cars, all seventies cars. Yeah, and it was it. I mean, and they it were showed. doing some crazy stunts. Yeah, they were on them crashes. Yes, flips, jumping over trains. Yes. Um. So. All okay. that to ask, uh-huh. right? We have to ask. This is how we start the, the the game show. Sure. Is it a car movie? Uh, yes. Why? I think so. It's just a different segment. Um, I mean, it's a comedy, car movie. Yeah. Um, and I just because of the nature of like the finale and inserting a lot of. There was even a fight. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a fight sequence. Yeah. But there was a lot of car action yeah. in the comedy. Yeah. There was a performance driving segment with, yeah. with the, 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 grandpa secret, the secret agent they sent yeah, to yeah. kill the grandpa. Yes. Yes. Um, there was there were two chases. Yeah. Although not like ch- conventional chases, but there were cars driving fast. Yeah. And then there was the, the final... Make it before we die scene. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think it's in in the beginning of the movie. I was like, mm, this is not really a, a car, car movie. movie. But by the end, I was like, this is definitely a car movie. Yeah. But the story shifted in from act two forward. Right. It was like two stories. It that they did kinda, feel like they. Yeah. It did right? feel like they they modified. It was long. It was long. Two hours, it, dude. Yeah, yes. it was long, yeah. but uh, it but wasn't brutal to watch. It wasn't brutal to watch. It was an easy watch. It was funny. There was no hero car. Yes, Kurt Russell was in it, so it's a decent actor. Yeah, yeah. The acting was good. The acting was good. Yeah, for the most part. Boobies don't hurt. Yeah, I thought it was a great movie. I actually liked it. Yeah, I, I liked, liked it too. I liked the first half a lot more than the second, but I liked it overall. Yeah, yeah. I laughed. I laughed. I, I definitely la- I laughed. laughed. I appreciated the crashes and the action. Yes. I appreciated the acting, especially the uh, uh, Royal Fuchs, right? This angry, oh, like, the, it's the just, mean, the mean did you, rich Did you brother? know that the same actor that played Luke plays Royal Fuchs? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he played the same. His, the he two played brothers. himself yeah, in both yeah. the brothers. Mm-hmm. And I know I just thought it was, I thought it was great. Like, a lot of the comments he says. Yes. Yeah, the liners, the yeah, one-liners the one-liners. were good. They were and good. In, in the scene where they're burying the uh, Luke, Uncle Luke. Yes. Um, the Jeff, 
the guy that accompanies the uh, sidekick, the of, sidekick Kurt Russell. of Kurt Russell uh-huh. didn't have any lines, but he really, 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 really wanted lines. Okay. Right. And so if in that scene you hear Kurt Russell's character says something on along the lines of just get out of here or something like that. Right. Okay. And then so then uh, because he didn't w- he wanted lines, he just repeated the same thing. <laughs> right. And r- the actor ro- that's playing Roy uh-huh. says, what, are you a parrot or something? Yes. Right. Yeah. That is actually a genuine reaction. Oh, so that's ad libbing. That was they were ad libbing. He was already pissed off at that oh, at that actor because really? that actor didn't want to shut up. Oh, yeah. And how did you know that? I, I was reading it. Uh, I was doing my research on the oh, movie afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And I was like, oh, that's funny. So that's like a genuinely pissed off reaction by his part. Oh, I was, I was like, yeah, I was like, this character's pretty funny. Yeah. Like, he's all angry and shit. Yeah. And he's like banging a girl. too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? You didn't catch that? No. He banged the girl like in a quick flash of the movie, like as they're panning the cars. He was in the trunk banging a girl. Oh, I might have missed that. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. After we watch the whole thing, you have an eye for those things. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yes, I do. I certainly do. But yeah, and it's like uh, I guess uh, it captured a lot of like the used car salesman tropes, which is something yeah. we wanted to capture, right? The Correct. movie starts that way, right? With him, like he's humming like the, a presidential song, and yes. he's rolling back an odometer. Correct. Yes. Which I thought they did. Obviously, you don't need that many tools. Yeah, it took oh, just a screwdriver. Apparently, I, it took. I, I think it was ended up being pliers. Yeah, well, because he had three he, things. He kept pulling and stuff and putting it back. Yeah, and I got I got annoyed a little bit. I was like, "This is not how you do that." But then after a while, I really appreciated that scene. Why? I don't know. Just it's, I feel like it's a really good warm up to what the movie's gonna be. Okay. Okay. Right. Like, and he and you don't know what he's doing at first. It just looks like he's fixing the car. It's yeah. Like, oh, this yeah. guy's fixing buckets to sell them. Yeah. And then they show the numbers click. Yeah. Back and then they show the numbers click back, and it's like thirty k. You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And I was like, oh, this is oh, this is gonna be a good movie. It set a really good tone. It, I think you're right. Yeah. I agree with that. Actually. Yeah. It set a really I was good engaged tone. because of those opening scenes yeah for sure yeah. yeah they were very well thought out he chewed a lot of bubble gum to stick oh, like yeah. full <laughs> bumpers on and whatnot every car that left that lot something happened to it yeah it either yeah. lost an oil pan the rear gate broke yeah and, like there was all this stuff that happened now what shitty shitty cars <laughs> they were shitty cars oh my god dude <laughs> they and were he was shitty like cars. selling them to schools selling them to schools is <laughs> for student drivers <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, they were. It was bad. I wonder if that's really how it was back then. Must have been. Oh yeah, I mean, like here the thing. I I heard of a lot of these things happen when I was growing up. Okay, but I wasn't old enough to experience them Correct. myself. Exactly. I think by the time we made it to us, a lot of that was kind of gone. Yeah, there's still shady people out there. Sure, you know, yeah. but I don't know that there's a lot of people rolling back odometers maliciously. Yeah, you know, I know in the Honda world. There was a good period where people would want to swap clusters. That's the, yeah, that's know. still doable, but that's yeah. the only way to roll it back. But with Carfax now, yes. it's harder. You can Correct. only roll back to the last record. That's right. Right. And that's what makes it like a throwback to a time where you had no internet. Yeah, you had no no accountability, yes. no one to catch you on your bullshit. You don't know anything about this car when you yeah. show up on this used car lot. Oh, yeah. And you have no way to know other than that salesperson's bullshit. Yeah, and like even at the end of the of the, of the the movie, uh-huh. like this lady asks, she's like, 
that car has yellow under it. Was it a taxi? And they're yeah. like, oh, no, that's yellow primer. <laughs> you know? And it's like, I guess the because you're right, there's no technology. Like the level of ignorance on cars. Yes. Just with general high. population was mm-hmm. high and yeah. benefited a used car, a shady used car salesman. Yes. Yes. So I, this is a definitely a recommended watch for me. I'd give it a six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. When sure. there's did you know there were boobs coming? Well, from the trailer, yes. Okay. Yeah. So what? You, how do you watch the movie with, with your kids? I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What do you? So because like, you I wait knew, until late night. Yeah, and that's what makes it hard to like spend the time to do this. Right, especially with a long movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into the car movie game show. It and I think because of how how american this movie is uh-huh and you being from michigan yes i feel like you have the advantage really yeah okay I, there's i couldn't i i could name maybe one car uh-huh you know i don't know all the models that i'm seeing there dude i, think, I have zero honestly okay I have that zero. makes me feel a little better yeah, that no, makes me I have feel zero a little better of, of all this shit okay that so we saw. So um, my ca- my questions are not car questions, to be quite frank. I, and I have three questions, three car questions and two non car questions. So let me start by being able to track our scores uh-huh. and you can kick us off this time. I think I started last time. OK, so I'm <laughs> I have a bunch of non car questions. <laughs> so unfortunately, because I could not. Well, a, I didn't really know the cars that were in there in the movie other than maybe the Edsel. Okay. So, okay, first question. Damn it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> first question for me is so in the beginning of the movie, he his source of inventory, uh-huh, is a uh, a Hispanic person. Yes. That owns a, a lot of used cars and sells them to him. Mm-hmm. And he's a, he's a tow truck driver. Yeah. So, it's a true or false question. Okay. Is the actor that plays the caricaturized Hispanic person really hispanic in real life true or false oh wow yeah I don't, this is kind of a cheater question well yeah again i had to because, dude i had zero yeah, the, the, the knowledge of this would have to come from outside the movie correct yes and again so like did his style of caricaturization like i'm gonna say i'm gonna say so the question is because true, it was true a, or false was he hispanic was he hispanic true or false Bec- true Yes, he was. <laughs> so the only way I know that is his his accent. Well, he his accent when speaking Spanish was non-existent. Oh, so when he when he spoke okay, to okay. his workers, okay. it was spot on Spanish. Oh, okay, okay, because yeah. they did really. Cari- he even offered him weed at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like super caricaturized, very racist era. It was it was a very 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 exaggerated. And I f- and I I was like, it's the movie from the nineteen eighties. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then when he started speaking Spanish, I was like, this guy's an actual Hispanic dude. <laughs> okay, like, okay. that's cool. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they actually. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Cool. So and so it was either gonna be he was Hispanic br- yeah. or the actor did r- a really good job of learning Spanish. Fair enough. So he, they didn't brown face him. He was really Hispanic. Yeah. And he was. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's, yeah. That's no. progressive for the nineteen eighties. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Next. All right. Your so question. I got one. Yeah. You got one. Uh, and you're gonna get this one. Okay. Now because we just talked about it okay what car was luke buried in oh the edsel ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i don't even have to give you the choice yeah that car is famous because of how ugly it is yeah yeah it's yeah. got like that weird thing in the middle of the grill and that's infamous yeah. that was a failure for ford so i knew that one all right um my next question again dude i was 
it's mo- these are movie questions. They're not car questions. Yeah, I'm like frankly. I'm like doing like trivia right now. You basically, yeah, sorry, yeah. like that's all good. It's all good. Okay, so the movie was directed by a famous director. Okay, by the name of Robert Zemeckis. Yes. What movie did he not direct from the list? Oh shit! Forrest Gump. Back to the Future. Castaway, or Saving Private Ryan. Oh my god. That's like three of those four movies are on his resume. So I know amazing like, movies. I, 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 dude, I, the problem okay, so I love this guy. I should know this. I know he did Back to the Future. Um what were the other three options? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Castaway. Castaway. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private All Ryan. All Tom Hanks movies. Okay, so I'm gonna have to go by movie styles. Ooh, interesting approach. Yeah, Very interesting I think approach. I'm gonna have to go movie styles. Okay, okay. Uh, that's a smart approach. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with. So we've got Forrest Gump, Castaway, and Saving Private and Saving Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Not his. He did not direct one of those three. Uh, he didn't direct Castaway. Oh, <laughs> he didn't direct Saving Private Ryan. Oh my god! <laughs> Close. I haven't watched Castaway. Oh, you haven't. I haven't. It's, I've never watched Castaway. Dude, all Tom Hanks movies are good, man. That's a good one. Yeah, you have to watch that. Damn. Yes. So I'm yes. one of two. Okay. Damn. <laughs> god. Yeah. Again, okay. I had to get really creative. Yeah, I should have went with Saving Private Ryan being a war movie. Yes, that's why I thought you were onto it. Yeah, yes. but it was. It's the type of action that I couldn't really decide. But okay. anyway, all right. Into all right. our next question, mm-hmm. right? So at the end of the movie, they were short. Right, one car. They were short one car because Jeff was afraid of driving red cars. So they needed to get a mile's worth of cars in length, exactly, to to not get uh in trouble with yes. the law. So at the end of it. How much were they actually short by? Okay. All right. Uh, 17 feet, 10 inches. Uh-huh. 17 feet, 9 inches. Uh-huh. 7 feet, 11 inches. 17 feet, 11 inches, or 18 feet? 18. Eh. Oh, no. 17 feet and 9 inches. Oh, <laughs> you know what surprised me about those numbers as they were measuring those cars? Yeah. 18 foot long sedan. I know, right? Like it's crazy. 18 feet. Yeah, man. Feet. Yeah, it's I think look at this. Like it's a 20 foot garage. Yes. So you would be up into the, your washers. Yes, I right? wouldn't have washers there to yeah. fit one of those cars. Yeah, and that's the ch- that's the, the 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 my battle with the Mrs. Challenger. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's huge. too long. That's yeah. why it would never have really like, worked. I, when I oil, when I do an oil change on that car, uh-huh. I have to do it with the garage door open, sticking out. Yeah, sticking out a little bit. Oh, yeah, because it's just so damn long, man. For no good reason. It's longer than my truck. It is. Yeah, it's longer than my truck. Are you truck. serious? Yeah, man. Wow, that's crazy, huh? Yeah, that yeah, that was shocking to me. All right, so we out. are tied one, one for two. Okay, all right. Next question. Next question. What state was this? movie filmed in so there were clues okay so i will give you the options obviously it was a desert focused movie so i chose desert states within this region okay so was it nevada california new mexico or arizona arizona Uh, yeah you're right Uh, (laughs) damn it okay yeah yeah yeah, you got that one right so what clued you into it um there were two clues that 
blatant. Um, I think I knew well, this three, from my research that I did. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but in the movie, there I don't were know clues. where I picked it up, but it felt like Arizona was right. Well, okay, there are three clues. The three clues were the plates. There were was a feature of an Arizona uh, on one of the plates. Okay. But we wouldn't have known that because it was the old gen plates that we would never have known. Oh, right? Okay, the, yeah, yeah. Number yeah. two, the courthouse was in Maricopa County. Oh. And in the courthouse, there was the Arizona state flag, which you would have known because your wifey went to school there. Yeah. So, yes. But that's not why I got okay, it. Okay, fair enough. So, But yeah, I'm still two for three. Two for three. All right. All right. Two for three. Next question, Randy, for you. Mm-hmm. What does Jeff call himself when he's shooting all of Roy's cars in the second commercial? Marshall Luck, Marshall Fortune, uh-huh. Marshall Lucky, or Marshall Millions? Oh, dude, this is a wild guess. Wait, which commercial was this? The one, the second one where they interrupt, uh, not the Super Bowl, the presidential address or something like okay, that. Okay, that one. Yeah. Where he's shooting the cars. Where he's with a, shooting with the a cars. Gun. Yeah, with a gun. From at the rival at, uh, yeah, dealership. At, at Royal Fuchs cars. I'll say Marshall Luck. Ooh, wrong. No. Ah. It was Marshall Lucky. Marshall Lucky. Yeah, close. Marshall close. Lucky. So you're one for yeah. three now. Okay. All right. Dang. <laughs> and my last two are pretty easy. So in some of the sequences, there was in the, one of the sequences, um, well, one of the actors of the movie was a dog. Okay. A well-trained, amazingly trained dog. I was so impressed. By I that dog. was unbelievably <laughs> impressed by that dog. Yeah. Um, what type of dog was that dog? Okay. This is super easy. Yeah. Again, it's a dachshund, a lab, a poodle, or a beagle. A beagle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm stretching for each question. Clearly. Yeah. yeah so you're four of five. Uh, four of. Three, three or four. four. Three, three or four, or four okay. for me. All right. I mean, you've got it pretty much. The first import seen in the movie is A, a Mercedes, Ooh. B, a Toyota, C, a Nissan, or D, a BMW. The first import seen that, in the movie. Okay. The first import card that has been was featured or shown in the movie is what shown you're Shown in the movie, yeah. The early in the earliest part of the movie, what was the import first import car that we saw? You can say the question whatever way you I'm want. I'm trying to buy time <laughs> because I cannot think. I don't even remember seeing a Beamer in the movie. I'll say that. Okay. I obviously know there was a BMW that got blown up in that uh, Marshall Lucky sequence. So okay. that was later. Uh huh. I don't remember a BMW before that, but the daughter of the dead guy showed up in a Toyota, and I don't remember a Nissan either. So because of what I all just said, and the daughter showed up like in end of act one. No, actually, she showed up right after the guy died. So I'll go with Toyota. That's right. Ah, That's yes. Right. She, okay. showed up, she showed up in the Toyota. Okay. That was the first one. But they actually destroyed a Mercedes. They did destroy the Mercedes. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, but, but I didn't see a Beamer or there Nissan. There was no, no Beamer, no Nissan okay, that so I could you, tell of. So yeah. you threw that. Okay. I just threw those in there. Okay. Fair enough. So good for you. Now you're two for four. So I lost already. Uh, yeah. So we'll just do the other ones for fun. Okay. So the last one in the sequence where the dog, he like pretends that the guy ran over a dog. Yeah. Did you notice that the dog really played dead very well? Yeah. I think they drugged that dog. It's, 
So is that is like that is that detail part of your question? No, 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 not because not, I was gonna is, drop this after we were all done. I think they sedated that dog. I I hundred percent believe yeah, that. Yeah, because it didn't look fake. Yes, but it was but a it real was like, fucking dog. Oh, <laughs> no that, dog can act dead that good. Yeah, no, for because he was picking him up and moving him around, and, and his his tongue was sticking out yeah, like a dead dog. Yeah, no, yeah. He, they sedated him. That makes sure. sense. Yeah. So okay, after that sequence. The uh, purchaser of the car drives off. Yeah, and there was a lot of surprising stunt sequencing in that mo- in that in that portion of the movie. Okay, in in that sequence, kids fell out of the back trunk of the car. Right into the mud. Yeah, how many kids fell out of that car? And I'll leave it as an open. Two. Yeah, <laughs> I thought those kids were so funny. Yeah, because like it's like they couldn't even give them like team uniforms. It just said champs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was so generic. I was surprised that they allowed for kids to fall out of a car. That's true, too. I mean, they pro- probably stunt people, but yeah. Dude, they looked like child. Like They, tr- they, 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 they were l- small. Yeah. They were small-bodied humans. That whole family was a surprise because, Why? like, when they they were there because of the initial boob commercial. Yes. Right? Or the initial commercial where they pulled the dress off the girl. Yes. And the dad was like, Telling everybody to chill out and stop, so he could watch. So he could watch. Yeah, yeah. And they go there to buy a car explicitly because he saw booze on TV. Yes, yes. So sorry for his wife. Yes. <laughs> yes. But anyway, last question for you. Okay. So I was, I fi- I'm finishing four for five. Mm-hmm. Last question for you. What Scott? Uh, what Scotch had a billboard that could be seen throughout the movie, and was actually at the New Deal used cars dealership. McAllen Scotch. Oh wow. Belveni Scotch. Uh-huh. Ardberg Scotch or Passport Scotch. I don't know my scotches. Are they all real or uh, These are all real scotches. These are all real scotches. Yeah. Um Fram was definitely a brand I remember seeing as a car guy. That's yeah. easy. Um but the scotches escaped me completely. So I'm going to just go with the last one, whatever you said. The Passport. You got it right. <laughs> Wild guess. So you're three for five. Where yeah, there was a uh, billboard uh, in on the, the back. street. No, it, it, at, on the side of the lot. Oh, and it was okay. just a rainbow, and it said Passport Scotch. Yeah, no, I definitely. Yeah, didn't pay so you got that. that right. So three of five. Three of five. Close. I am four for five. I am the victor of okay. this week's car movie game show. Very fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> applause. Applause. Oh man, where are we with that game show? Let's see who's winning. Uh, uh let's game show. I thought I took notes. I won the first one. We tied the second one. Mm-hmm. And I won this one, so I'm in the lead. All right. So you're 2-0, two f- two um, technically speaking. Because a tie is like a I'll 2-1-0. Yeah, 2-1-0. Yeah, two one and zero. Oh, I'm. Right, you're oh one and zero. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So you're thinking of it in ho- uh, soccer terms. Yeah. <laughs> ties count. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ties <laughs> count. Yes. It's not a wash, but yes. I think that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at ninety one octane dot com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at ninety one octane dot com. And if you want to send us any emails, info at ninety one octane dot com. Also. If you want to support the show, try the most delicious coffee you could ever try. Cafe Carrera. Use code Big Willow for ten percent your entire ten percent off your entire order. That's Katoai, uh, Pacamara, or Geisha. Mm-hmm. Uh, try all three. I promise you'll Yum. love it. Any last words, Randy? 
go watch used cars good movie costs a little bit but it's worth the time oh I yeah think. sure yeah yes. that's, that's definitely it's a recommended watch yes Just, uh maybe keep the kids out of the room yeah <laughs> good night good night, good night.